Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Marilyn Hughes from the Out of Body Travel Foundation, and we have a great treat for you today. We're going to be talking to Mari Magdalena Nagasaki, who helps me run our forums. Uh, she's one of our administrators, and she has been a great friend of mine now for about 10 years, maybe longer. Um, and we're going to talk about how we um, how we met and how uh, Mari found her way to the Out of Body Travel Foundation and her journey going from pretty much atheism to becoming really quite a profound mystic. So Mari, welcome to the show. Hi, Marlene. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. So why don't you start at the beginning? Um, So tell us about what you were, you know, what you were doing when you started to come across um, the idea of out-of-body travel, and, and how did you find your way to um, all of this? Yes, so um, let me start with how I found you. Okay. Um, so let's say, let's begin with, um, so I started having these experiences going out-of-body um, quite often and then having these other um, encounter with the other spirits, and then it becomes very often. And um, the one of the major experience that I had was when I was taken into the other realms. Um, I remember there were beds um, next to each other's, and then I was laying down on the lap of this lady who had a uh, brown black hair, long hair. And then she was operating on my uh, seventh chakra, on the top of the head. And I remember that she was, I I literally remember how I felt, pressure and the sound. She was putting something on my open chakra, and then she was operating me. And as, um, as soon as she's done, she closed it quickly, and she said, done, you can go now. And I was sent back to the, my physical body. That was the one day um, major experience that I had. And as I experienced more out-of-body experience um, after that, then this lady came back and said, start directing me with the other directions. Uh, One of them was, um, she told me one time that stop doing this because I'm not ready. Um, She told me, she also told me that I need to study, and she gave me the name of the book. And then I tried to remember, but I wasn't um, able to bring it back with me in a physical realm. But I um, next day, as soon as I woke up, I opened my computer, and I was just surfing the net. Then um, the book just showed up nowhere. It's literally from nowhere. It just popped up, and that was your book, The Mystery of the Redemption. So um, when I had that book, I just, I don't know why, but I instinctively knew that this was the book that I was to read. So it was, and then also it was free downloadable. Um, So I just clicked the button and I downloaded and I start reading it. And it was 600 pages or so. And I didn't know anything about that time because I had no religious background or I was practicing any kind of religion, so I didn't know what the book was going to be about. But I, as I started reading, um, 
physically this was this happens really literally when I was reading my seventh chakra was hurting so much one point that I had to even close the uh, book that I was reading and I had to take a break so that was very much sign for me that this was the right book to read that lady told me to read so I kept going and going and then um, throughout the books um, um, getting to know about Jesus Christ as well because that was a big part of the books and then um, I cry and cry as I read it and then I cry so much and then what happened is after that, I read it through, which I never read this through for 600-some pages in my life. But that time, I was able to do that. And as I finished, I saw your email address. So um, I thought, well, this is maybe, maybe this is the chance. So I, since I was lost in some way that time, I didn't know which way to go because all these weird experiences happening to me. And then I wasn't sure what to do, so I emailed you, and at the same time, I emailed this man who was very famous for uh, teaching out-of-body trouble. Um, but um, next day, I got email back from you um, saying that you know you knew me, and that was the beginning that my journey started. Yeah, and I remember, I remember at the time that I had been having um, uh, visions myself of someone named Mari that was going to come in, across my path, and so I had been waiting to see who this person might be, and of course it was you. You know, one question I'd like to ask you before we go forward is what led to you actually starting to have the experiences? What was going on in your life, and how did that, how did that come about? Um, well, I don't really, um, I had all these kind of a weird experience encounter with the, you know, the, some other entities, but, um, actually when I, um, started to having a very often, well, I was told by you stop doing that because I'm not ready. So I listened to your direction and I stopped doing my, um, practicing my out of body trouble but um, after I read that book, um, that's the time constantly I started to having that experience. Okay. Almost constantly, every single day, I was taking out to the places. So and what happened next? So the next, um, I started to have an interest in, of course, about Christianity, uh, which I had no knowledge of, really. I really didn't have any no background of it. Well, but, you came from Japan, right? Yeah. And you had shared with me that um, in Japan, religion, it just isn't a big thing. No, um, not really. Um, we don't really practice it more so nowadays. It's more new ages, you know. But mm -hmm. um, um, I wasn't practicing any sorts of these religious things. My Though my family background was, was Buddhism, but none of my parents practice it. None of my grandmother, I would believe, they weren't just into it. So I had no n nobody to teach me back then. So it was your book that really triggered me to learn about um, Christianity. That was I. It really started that point on. Okay. Yeah, and so then. Um, 
you know, since that time, because that was about 10 years ago. and I, I rem- more than 10 years ago. It probably was, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's been probably 13 or 14. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, so, so probably, you know. So what happened then um, as you progressed from there? Yes, so um, I started having another experience who was guided, who the person guided me to the specific church. So I started to go into church, and then I didn't know nothing about it, but I started it anyway. (laughs) I just learned over the years that I, you know, when I have those experiences to trust their direction, trust their teachings. So I follow her, and then I... As I was told, I found the church to the exact spot. So um, I went to I went to that church, start attending the mass, you know, learning how to attend the mass, things, Google it, and then that's um, and that's the that's the um, my starting point. Um, I was introduced to the church, and um, yeah. I remember there was a particular moment when when we had both talked about that it was time for you to become Catholic. Do you remember what happened yes. then? Yes, that was the time I was ba- I was baptized Protestant back then. Okay. And needless to say, I'm really ashamed to say, but then um, I didn't know about any denomination back then. Oh yeah, because so, be, being in Japan, you didn't even know that there I were didn't even know anything. No, but then I I um. I was told at charge to go, and then um, the first day I went was the, uh, before the Easter. So they were preparing for the welcoming all these um, people to, you know, become a Christian. And then this lady, the bishop, uh, not the bishop, but the priest, told me that if I'm interested, I can start attending the Bible class. And that was the time that I, you know, really started to getting into my own study, too. And then I became, I went through the baptism on that uh, church. And then after one and two years, um, as my experience, out-of-body experience progressed, I experienced a lot of, um, so to speak, um, Catholic, um, Catholic point of uh kind of uh, experience. So on my birthday, one uh, a year, uh, the one year, my birthday, um, I was taken into the mystical realm where I met Pope Francis. And the Pope Francis, on that my birthday night, he gave me the, uh, okay, you have to help The me. monstrum? Yes, that's the one. He gave me beautiful monstrum. And then... Um, and the monstrum, just for our listeners, in the Catholic faith, is what holds the body and blood of Christ in the form of the uh, bread after it is consecrated that um, Catholics will often go to adoration. When, uh, in the Catholic Church, the, the uh, bread will be placed inside a monstrance to, um, to preserve it, and people will be able to then be in the presence of the Lord. Yes, yeah, so I was given that in the mystical realm. And when I came back, I immediately emailed you about my experience. And actually, you're the one who told me that, well, I guess it's time for you to become a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I went through that um, ceremony again on the Easter, coming Easter, and I was confirmed. Yeah, and then you had mentioned to me that things dramatically changed after your confirmation with your mystical life. Yes, um, because um, I started to, well, first of all, rosary is big, huge part of my life, prayer life. Um, I had a lot of experience in regards to the rosary. I had, uh, um, I'm honored to, um, I'm honored that I had experience with Jesus Christ and Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that started when I uh, was confirmed as Catholic. So you started seeing seeing the Blessed Mother and our Lord a lot more frequently. And um, didn't you also get drawn into some spiritual warfare and working with souls in uh, various purgatories? Yeah. Um, well, first I was take I was really a lot of things that I experienced was um, I would say heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. I was taken in so many uh, times, and it was uh, really comforting ex- um, experiences. As it uh, my you know the journey goes on, then I was taken into the lower realms as well. Right. And then that started, and then you remember, because every time I had that experience, I would email you, <laughs> and I'd ask you why, you know? Why? why? <laughs> so <laughs> that was quite, uh, you know, um, change from upper to the lower. Yes. Then as it progressed, then I was taking, um, I started to assist in these the souls that it's stuck in the purgatory realms, and then there are so many realms, but there, each time that I experienced was very different, so I can't really pinpoint what's, you know, I can't really say, but yes, that's, that's, that's what it began. Yes, and so, so your journey continued into, um, from what from what I'm just going to share my part of it, which was that Mari um, just had some really really profound visions and really holy experiences, and and then was also being called into work, which is what most of us are also you know asked to do, and that goes back to what I always say, which is creation continues to create, and that we are asked to give back to creation that which creation gives to us, and so we we learn early on that as we receive from higher realms to assist us in our journey, we also need to assist those who are in other stages in their journey who need our help. And that's how, you know, that's how we have that eternal exchange that Mm -hmm. continues throughout, you know, the spheres and throughout the universe. Yeah. And so, you know, one question I think that would be interesting um, to our listeners is, you know, so what was your life like um, before, first of all, before all this happened? But also, I think, you know, what was it, what, uh, did you just always have certain types of out-of-body experience or was there no. a point where that began? And yeah. was there a, a, any kind of clue as to what triggered that change? Well, my... Um, well, actually, my life wasn't that organized at that time. I would say I was very lost soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of us. <laughs> it was, I think it was the hardest time in my life in regards to the, my marriage uh, and my work and my um, 
with my raising my child, and it was all just so much was going on. Uh huh. And um, yeah, it wasn't really easy route, and it will never be an easy route, <laughs> easy journey. Uh huh. Because when these things happen, what happens is you're gonna be taken into these space where you really have to face to true yourself. <laughs> So to speak, yeah, um, you're going to be required to look up on yourself. And a lot of the times I had to spend a time for self-reflection. Um, and I don't know how many times I really cry even as soon as wake up from my experience. Sometimes I'm taken into those times where I did very wrong. Um, I had to amend these things, a couple of things. Um, awfully wrong things that I've done. Yeah. Um, and this wasn't the this wasn't the finish. This was really a beginning. Um, so I don't know if you remember or not. But then every time I hit that moment, I would cry and call you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, and then you would say, okay, so what happened now? <laughs> So you know, I'm you know, sorry. you know what what it was went through because it was so much, and you know, you feel kind of like shitty all the time. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's how it was, and it still it is. You know, on my part, when I um, assist um, most souls, for instance, when the time comes, um, I was taken into the um, those places. But then, uh, interestingly, if I'm not in the stage of my peace, which is if I'm not enough, have my mind is not clean enough, so to speak, you're yeah. like filled with the daily lives because I work full time. Yeah. So all these things happen in a daily life. So if I forget or if I neglect my prayer time, reflection time, if I'm too much into this world, then I'm unable to fly when I'm taken into these places. So you can tell my soul is heavy. Right. So that is the sign and warning. Over the years, I got so many warnings. So it's not, I don't even know how many times. But um, so we really have to require, they require you to work on your end. And it, it will be required, you know, when this journey begins. And then um, I confirmed that with your book because I've read the, your series of the books that you published one by one. And uh, um, I think it was the uh, mystical, um, what was the initiation? Um, the mystical captive, the mystical Jesus. The, uh, the flower. Oh, uh, the, the yeah, that one's got a longer title. The... Um, the mystical rose. Yeah. I mean, you you know you lay out the uh, stages how the souls would proceed. Uh huh. And that was really interesting. That's how I exactly went through. Yeah, and I remember too. We went through a long period together, where um, it started out with I would I was just being taken randomly to go to your home. Yes, I, yes, yes. Yeah, and I would have these really extensive journeys and we would go through 
um, the whole house and clean it up. Yes. And, um, and remember when when I moved to the new home, you know, there were lost girls in my home that I witnessed. Yeah. That I met. Yeah. Remember I had told you? you? Yeah. I'd gone there and we, I was like, there were all these kids there yeah. and I was wondering why. And then we looked up together. We did some research on the property. Yeah. And found out that it used to be an orphanage. Right. Right. And, um, and, and you I, were able yeah. to proceed with, um, helping the souls that were still stuck there yeah. to cross over. And I remember one particular case, you gave a rosary to a young girl. Yes. And um, she was standing in my stairs at the home. Yes. With that dirty clothes. It really wasn't taken care of. Yeah. And we tried to, look, you know, find out her name. Remember, we prayed yes. together mm-hmm. so hard. And then I got the name. You got the first letter. <laughs> <laughs> and then we pray and pray. And then as we, you know, go along, next thing, next time I saw her, was she was just completely different demeanor with the cleaner clothes. Yes. Yeah. She was being purified. And I remember, too, that as we were going through this process, I would be sent in to uh, literally write the liturgies of the Catholic Church on the walls of your house. Yes. And then I, yeah, I remember, and then you, I would go out the next day in my outer body um, trouble when I get out my body. I would go to the stairs and I see the how the clean like shiny stairs with a lot of statue of the catholic saint uh-huh which yeah is not in my physical home it's not like that but after you got experience and i i was given that you know honor to see what your work has done to my home well what we were what we we had done when i was taken there because it wasn't just me it was other spirits who had taken me we had you know we wrote the liturgies on the walls and we set up altars everywhere. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was it was a pretty neat experience. But it was really neat to see how it actually then manifested. Thank you. But then you know, I'll tell you when I prayed at home, I always begin with the prayer that it said, "Let the all these holy prayer on the wall come alive and then fill my house." Wow. That's what I say all the time. Wow, I've never heard that prayer. Yeah, ever since. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So you said that when you were, before this started happening, you weren't in the greatest of places. Was there a particular, was there a turning point, or was there just like a moment where you were like, you know, God, I need some help, and then you had this vision yeah, where you so, were getting the adjustment in your seventh chakra? Yeah, so, um, okay, so I never prayed before. <laughs> you have to remember my background because really prayer, it's never been my, you know, custom or the right, yeah. part of it. But that time, because I was so miserable stage. <laughs> Yeah. myself and then at these you know weird things was happening around me you know and then uh, um so i pray that whomever out there <laughs> this is how i prayed whomever out there i need help i need you to send me someone who can teach me what's going on because if you don't i'm going crazy because this was complete really it was the step before the insanity that i <laughs> about to become because my life was really messed with all this 
you know, um, uh, wrongdoing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, then that's when it really begins. Um, the not short after that, I was being, sur- you know, surgery was performed on my seventh chakra. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's begin. So I believe you were sent to me. Well, and I believe you were sent to me too. So it kind of works for both of us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really, really honored to see you meet you in this realm. Yeah, it's really been yeah, it's been a really a really amazing gift that God has given both of us, I think. When you think that, you know, you were born in Japan and I was born in where was I born? California. <laughs> yeah. I was born in California, but you know, I grew up in Ohio and we end up becoming close friends and meeting somehow, you know, through all these uh, interesting experiences. Yeah, um, it's really, you know, we can't really, you know, we never know how God utilizes each other and how God works in his way, the miracle. That's the truth. Yeah. Is there anything, um, we're coming on the end of our show here, mm-hmm. is there anything you would want to share with anyone who's listening um, to give them a little encouragement or just guidance from from the journey that you've had? as to what you would you would suggest to them well the, what i see is uh, a lot of the posting that it's how can i achieve you know out of body travel astral projection mm-hmm. you know i just want to say um that's really not the your goal to achieve it's going to be a part of your um part of your process so once you ach- um you know first i would really recommend from um begin from studying you know your book is available uh, you know the um unique point of your mission here is that none of the other uh authors that's right on the auto body or the astral subject uh the subject is not going to teach you about how your spiritual develops you know um yeah the spiritual, the spiritual development that's involved yes, and then it's spiritual education um, your book talks about it, and then that's really, really the core of the beginning of your journey. The out of body travel is that's it's just a tool. Yeah, very well said. So um, you know, don't worry about having it or not having it. You know, you're gonna. It's better that you start with the book. That it's you know, read a book, study your book, start the salt inner reflection, meditation. Um, I back then I meditated a lot as well. So do these things, and then as the time goes by, when you're ready, um, trust God because God knows when you're ready. You know, yeah. This timing what might not be as you like, but God knows the best. That's true, and and yeah. sometimes the gifts are distributed differently to different people because right. of their various we're all different. You yeah. Know? But it's a key word is a you know reflection and the purification process that has to begin. Yeah, because a lot doesn't. Yeah, that's very true in the fact that um, um, the the most uh, the most activity begins when we actually begin with um, 
purifying the soul. Yeah, and, um, and that's the hard work. That's the hard work of right. <laughs> So it's going to be hard work. You know, it's never going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Things and you're going to cry, you're going to discourage, you know. Uh-huh. But um, trust God because he knows who you are. And he will take you to the journey if you really open it with the humility, you know. And yeah, and the patience, too. You yes. know, I think one of the things I hear a lot, think people are looking for a quick out-of-body experience. This is a, a real journey. Uh-huh. It's not, um, you know, it, some people, it comes to them quickly, but that's pretty rare. Um, and, you know, the, the reality the reality is that it, it continues to... Um, uh, evolve. So, yes. you know, the the hard work yes. continues for me now me as too. it does for you. Me yeah. I, I struggle every day. And so, yeah, that's what we find. And and, and so uh, it's important to realize that. And mm-hmm. so we recommend a lot of the prayer, the meditation, the self-reflection, and recognizing that there is a lot of study involved, ironically, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, not just of my own books, but of many of the ancient sacred texts. But, you know, um, I guess we're running out of time in this episode. So thank you so much, Mari, for telling us your story. This is great. Thank you for um, having me. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. And, and, you know, so you can learn more about all this stuff uh, at outofbodytravel.org, which is our main website. Go to outofbodybooks.org and you can download any of our books for free. For those who are just beginning, we recommend that you start with Come to Wisdom's Door and the Mysteries of the Redemption, which is, ironically, um, the Mysteries of the Redemption is the one that Mari started with as well, and many of our readers have who have become avid travelers. So, you know, uh, be open to the work and know that it is going to take time and patience, but if you're supposed to get there, you will. So thank you so much and have a great day.